Talking about English. Part 2. Grammar. Hi. Hi. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, good. Me too. Me too. It's a good it's a good week. It's been a beautiful day here in the mountains in in Madrid, so I'm feeling very very positive today. Perfect. Me, I'm nice. I'm not so uh, so uh, feeling so energetic, but it's nice that you do. So maybe I can take today a bit of your energy. You're welcome. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so last time we were talking about the relationship with the languages, right? Like uh, that we can have a nice relationship with the language, not always like this kind of esto tengo que hacerlo, yes. instead quiero hacerlo, no? Uh, but today we wanted uh, a bit to talk about grammar because as a, as a Spanish person I still have my concerns about the uh, what is the role of grammar in the learning process? And this is the, uh, actually the first question. Like uh, I remember studying uh, all my school time with grammar. I remember to be able to to do exercises uh, and uh, do them right, but not even understanding the questions. Uh, and uh, finishing the school and having and not being able at all to communicate, to understand, to nothing. I was able to do nothing in English. Uh, so I just decided to put grammar aside and start with conversation. But I keep with this question about what, how can be the balance between uh, using the language and learning grammar. Well, that's, I mean, it's a very interesting question and it, it's a question that a lot of people have. Um, because uh, certainly if you speak to any Spanish person over the age of 40, and I suspect in other European countries, um, they will tell you that they're not very good at languages. They have it stuck in their head, I'm, I can't do languages. And it's not because they can't study languages, and it's not because they're old at 40, um, it's because they come from an education system that wasn't very good at teaching languages. When they were children, when they were teaching English in schools, it was criminal. It was dreadful. It was all your nightmares in one. They gave you lists of vocabulary to learn. They were sort of making you learn uh, grammar. And and actual using the language uh, didn't really occupy a lot of time. Uh, you, you said, for example, you studied grammar and you could fill in a grammar, a grammar worksheet, no problem. And this is this is no surprise because in the 1960s they, they, they did some research. Uh, it was a, a prof professor called Harris did some research and they got two groups of children and with one group of children they taught them language using traditional grammar books and they took the other group of children and they just taught them the language they didn't use a grammar book the group who studied grammar got very high marks in the grammar exam but in their writing and their use of the language they got lower marks than the other group of children it's, as we said last week, you know, um, driving schools teach you to pass the exam. Um, and it depends what you want to do. Do you just want to have a diploma stuck on the wall or do you want to speak, do you want to speak English? And if you want to speak English, recognize that grammar is useful, but don't confuse learning grammar with learning English because they're two different activities. Don't confuse reading a book about Spanish wine 
with drinking Spanish wine. They are certainly two different activities. So, yeah, grammar is a useful tool, but it should know its place. It is by no means central to learning a language. So, lo que yo puedo ver es que tú eres un fuerte defensor de incluso de estudiar con no gramática en absoluto. Tú, por ejemplo, has estudiado español con gramática, sin gramática. In the streets. I came to Spain in 1992 like an idiot. I didn't speak any Spanish. I learned um, by living in Spain. Yeah, and I also know now here people that they cannot even write in their own language because they are not, they don't have this educated level or and they still can learn languages by because they just need to learn that. So for sure it is it is possible to learn without the grammatic grammar. Sometimes I say grammatic. Do you see? Don't worry. I understood perfectly. But still, for example, okay, the good thing here in the people that also are listening our conversations and can be interested in new ways is that we already have a base of English. So maybe for us, we can already forget the grammar and just go ahead, like just okay, we had from grammar and enough, and now it's time to experience with the language. So I think. Thanks God, many people here we can do that now. But it's true that, for example, now in studying Greek and starting a new language, and I also think again of this needing of some grammar rules in order to start with the language because I don't see many other possibilities. What do you think about that? I, when I was doing teacher training, when I was training to become an English teacher, one of my lecturers was an Irishman and he spoke Gaelic and he gave us an example of a class of teaching Gaelic to absolute beginners which was us without speaking English without speaking Spanish without talking about grammar no. and it was a marvel to see um, for example I could go into a class and say um, with the verb to be um, you have to if it's a question you have to put the verb, uh, be, you know, before before the subject, um, and then the rest. I could say that, no. or I could just go into a classroom and the first thing just just point to a child and go, okay, okay, and they'll go, okay, and then do a bit more, then point to another child. You okay? Yeah, you okay? Okay, and then a few minutes later, point to another. Are you okay? Are you okay? And very simply, you're modelling that grammatical structure without boring the life out of them by talking about grammar. You know, grammar is a meta language. It's it, it grammar is words about words. Why? Why do that to a child? When you go to university and you study philology, all right, okay, you need those those that terminology, but you don't need that terminology when you're learning a language. Okay, entonces, eh, si, ten, eh, o sea, lo que entiendo es que eh, si necesitamos, eh, bueno, como no estamos estudiando filología, <risa> no necesitamos conocer la gramática del, del idioma, entonces podría haber métodos en los que eh, 
no se utilice la gramática para enseñarnos a aprender un idioma, aunque esos métodos son un poco más complicados de conseguir, porque lo normal es ir a métodos más tradicionales, que supongo que son... O sea, son más complicados porque hay menos gente dispuesta, o sea, desarrollando esos métodos, quiero decir. Sí, entonces, eh, pero bueno, que el método, o sea, que es posible y de hecho hay prueba que hay gente que aprende idiomas sin tener ni idea de la gramática. O sea que la posibilidad está ahí. Eh, cada uno tiene que decidir si, si ir a ese metodología, o sea, si intentarlo así o ayudarse de la gramática para salir un poco del paso al principio y luego ir a, y luego ya ir a más experimentar. Pero la posibilidad está ahí. Yeah. But yes, God, that, dime, dime. No, just, just, just to point out that um, we know it's possible because yeah. you learned Spanish before your first class of lengua. Yeah. Before you even heard the word gramática, you were speaking perfect yeah. Spanish. Yeah. I learned English without one class of grammar. I was speaking yeah. perfect English. So we, we know it's possible. Uh, but, and then, um, but thanks God, we are anyway not beginning anymore. So now we can forget grammar and use the language. Right. <laughs> This for sure. Uh, and then, um, my, I forgot the third question. I had that in my mind and now I forgot that, but it will come. <laughs> Do you have any... Um, I, I think, yeah, one thing, um, it's, you know, when, whenever you're, you're doing something new, whenever you're, you're you're breaking with the status quo um it's it makes it makes you a little bit nervous because you're moving out of of your comfort zone you know that's why people have that cling to their grammar books like a security blanket you know right if this goes wrong i can look it up i can look it up i've got my magic book you know to the the magic grammar book solves all my problems but you don't you don't need to go to the books if you have difficulties and questions. Um, if you live in a country that speaks the language you're learning, you can ask people. 99% of times in Spain, when I've asked people, and I've asked strangers, I've asked an old lady at a bus stop once, oye, ¿qué significa esta palabra? You know, what does this word mean? And, she, and she's going, oh, hijo, oh, I'll tell you, son. She was delighted to help me. Most people are delighted to help, you know, they're very happy that you're learning their language. Um, and if you don't live in the country, uh, it doesn't matter these days, you know, um, you'll have your teacher, you're uh, probably in that in that academy or that, that your teacher will know people with a higher level of the language, you can ask them. Internet is full of people who speak the language you want to learn, you know, it, it's just a question of making contact and asking and these days it's easy to make a video and have or have a live stream and have a one-to-one -one conversation so you know we don't need to go running to the grammar books anymore that that our grandparents had that we don't need it yeah actually this was was going to be one of my points also because right now that i'm learning uh, english uh, no i'm learning english no now i'm using english i'm not learning english uh, that's it yes <laughs> but there are many times that i get stuck with something And I know, I, I, at the end I make rounds in order to explain that. Yes. But I, when I do the same thing three times, I also feel like, okay, to actually learn from this mis mistake. 
because otherwise I'm gonna be stuck in the same situation one thousand times. And then it's when I go to grammar. But I actually, as you said, it, it's much interesting if you go to any friend or any website, uh, like exchange works website or uh, whatever you find, there are many possibilities. It makes more interesting to go and ask, and then you also get in touch with people, you get... So let's say that is... Entonces, aprender, por lo que yo entiendo, aprender idiomas sin gramática es un proceso mucho más interesante, pero también requiere mucho más in iniciativa por tu parte. Yes, but en la buena manera. Initiative is good and it's not necessarily um, a big effort. For example, I had a terrible um, habit in Spanish. If I went to a restaurant that I'd phoned before, I would say, hola, tengo un reservación, because yeah. it, in English, it's reservation, you know, it's, it's pollution from our first language. And I could see when I'd go to a restaurant, tengo un reservación, I could just see in their eyes, something like, mm, something was wrong. And so one day I said, tengo un reservación. I said, oye, excuse me, is, is that the right word? Am I saying this right? And he went, no, no, it's reserva. Really? Oh, my God, for years I've been saying reservación. And we had a laugh. And I never said reservation again. <laughs> and you know, it was no, it was no, it was no trouble. He was yeah. he, he was very happy to help me. I was very happy to be helped. I just asked a question. Yes. You know, it's not it's not hard. Most people want to help you. Most people are good people. Yes. Yes, and when we are not living in the country, but we also have the interest of learning the language. We can find other solutions. That's why I also, for sure, it requires more initiative. Initiative from you. But this is nice also because it makes you inside of the learning process. It's much more interesting to try to find someone, someone to ask than to try a book of A1 level to check the how was the future oh. or what. So yes. for sure it makes that much more interesting. I mean, look at us, look at us. You're, you're sitting in, in Munich in Germany. I'm sitting in Madrid in Spain. And, and we're having this wonderful interchange about languages where, I, you know, I could ask you now any question about Spanish, about reservación. I could ask you any question about Spanish. You could ask me any question about English. It's easy peasy. It's like, you know what, I, I, I clicked a mouse. Yeah. That's, you know, it's, it's probably easier than, than going to finding my grammar book and, and trying to find the right entry. Perfecto. Entonces, yo creo que ahora nos puedes resumir en unas frases, en inglés o en español, como tú prefieras. Uy, uy, eh, castellano. La conclusión a la que hemos llegado en esta situación. Right. Um, so, yes. Einstein, <laughs> I'm going to begin good. Einstein said, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always got. So what we've always got is uh, a fear of language. Uh, uh, language is bullying us um, because we've had this uh, very strict grammatical education in languages. So let's not do that. We don't have to do that anymore. That's, that's pre-internet. We're free. We're free. We can do what we like now with languages. So Let's do what we like with languages. Um, a lot of the feelings and, and, and reservations that we have about, about the language 
come from our, you know, come from our parents. You know, the, what, why would we respond to language the way our parents responded to language if the way they learned language is different to the way we learn language? It's not an appropriate response. It's a learned response. And we should, we should be aware just because it's always been done that way is no reason to continue doing it. Yeah. Perfect. Good. Uh, un buen resumen, entonces. No he, no he atrevido en castellano, en español. La próxima, la próxima. Hacemos una entrevista en español la próxima. Vale. Sí, necesito usar el idioma, sí, sí. Claro. Pues entonces, eh, muchas gracias, Donald. La próxima vez, el, la próxima conversación en español. Ok, see you next week. Hasta luego. Chao.